Welcome to Helsinki, Finland. That's where this show comes to you from today. The Blue Jackets getting set to play back-to-back games against the Colorado Avalanche coming up on Friday and Saturday. I'm Bob McKelligan alongside of Jody Shelley. And, Jody, this trip comes at uh, maybe a perfect time. We're going to talk about that in a little bit when Patrick Line, who's a hometown boy, is uh, joining. He's going to join us as our guest here tonight. But uh, the Blue Jackets have dropped three in a row and – the, it's the way that they've lost the last three games, though, that has really stood out. They lost at home two games uh, to Arizona, six to three. Got shut out by Boston, four to nothing, and then there was that seven to one loss on Sunday afternoon to the New Jersey Devils before leaving to come over here to Finland. So for the Blue Jackets, uh, they're they're looking to find themselves as a group right now. They're hoping they find them here in Finland. Yeah, it's it's funny, right? You talk about the Blue Jackets' anticipated start to the season, and and last week, last Wednesday, uh, they had just played a segment of some of their best hockey we've seen in the season, including that Sunday game with the New York Rangers. And we talked to the president of hockey operations, John Davidson, and you know there was a lot of good feelings around this team. And then you go into the game against the Arizona Coyotes on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. I don't even know what date it is now or where I am or what time it is about. But anyways, you know what I mean? You are right, actually. You're, you're, you're still dead on, so you're good. So Tuesday. And, you know, with that game, they had just played a very good brand of hockey. Kind of, a, a, you know, Tarasov made some saves. They did some good things between the after that with the way they played and got that win uh, in New York. In a segment of a lot of hockey and a tough schedule with their opponents. And feeling good about themselves. And here we are not, I mean, are we just a week later? And it's, you know, this team needs to find itself again. And that, you know, you go back to any season, it has segments like this. And you're just hoping that this is a short little time span where exactly they have the talent, they know how to play uh, because they've proven it to themselves, and they can work their way out of this. And that's what they're going to have to do. But you're right. There's something about chemistry that is, um, it, it takes place off the ice. I mean, that is where teams come together, and it's trips like this where you get to go, and it's usually the, the maybe it's the Western, uh, the California trip, or maybe it's a trip to Canada, or, or maybe there's a segment in the trip where you're, you know, in a road city for two nights, and the, get, the guys get to get together and, and go do activities and, and have some fun and get to know each other. And when you have new pieces on a team like this team does, uh, and you've had young players come in and, and uh, players get injured and, and there's new parts in different areas. The most important part is team building. And I think this is more of a team building trip uh, to start. You know, the game isn't until Friday. Here we are on a Wednesday. We're not, Now tomorrow things are going to start to get more like game, game day prep. But, you know, the first practice on Tuesday was to get the jet lag out and kind of get feeling good and get in your body and routine. Uh, but, geez, we got here Monday. Was it Monday at noon? noon local time, which would have been 6 in the morning back home. It was Monday at noon, but it was an extension of Saturday night. It was Saturday night that went into Sunday uh, 2 o'clock game that went into waiting till 9 o'clock to fly, that went into being on the plane for seven hours to getting here, and, and yeah, it all rolled. And then Monday was fight to stay awake. I mean, but they, you know, they had a team dinner. They went and uh, did golf simulation. They, they've done some neat things around, um, I don't know, There's a, I know there's karaoke in this town. There are all kinds of fun stuff that they can do. So 
their schedule has been busy. I think they went to a sauna, uh, or they're there now uh, today, which is still, what, 2 in the afternoon yeah. back home. So it's like, you know, there's a lot going on, uh, a lot of moving pieces for this team, and it's the most important trip of the year, and it comes at a great time. You know, I think that the early tests of the year, they played teams, and we talked about this, that if you did make a mistake, it it, it turned in, they can turn it into a goal. And, and they paid the price for that. So they found out, okay, we got to be not not perfect, but we know where we can be better. And and then they played a game where they know they played well. Now, you know, there's there's these moving parts. So I like it. Uh, I don't like the way they're playing, obviously, and they don't either. Uh, but, but this is probably – you need to get away and do these things for these guys to come together because at some points on the ice, it doesn't look like they're on the same page in some, some areas. So – Get away from it for four or five days and then start fresh. And I think Brad Larson mentioned it appropriately the other night. He said, uh, good time for a reset. And it's uh, early, but it's never too early for a reset. And this is a reset that uh, you don't really get this as a coach or a player. Uh, This is a forced reset. You're not going to California. You're not going to Western Canada. You are going to Europe. And you're going to be there for five days. And you're going to play the same team back-to-back games, uh, so it's it's kind of forcing you into that that whole thing you're talking about. I want to ask you this from uh, when, when you were a player, because I did a show a couple of days ago, and, you know, everybody's mad, and I, and I get it. I understand that. Like you said, you're not happy with how they're playing. I'm not happy. They're not happy. But you come on this trip, and you talk about the golf simulator and, and doing fun things together. I, in this day and age, and this drives me crazy, I, just the overall mindset that, Oh, you've lost three in a row. Or there, there, there should be, you know, there's so many fans that it's like, well, there should be punishment. You shouldn't be allowed to have a good time. You should have to uh, do extra skating and all that stuff. But look, there's a human element here, right? And I, I mean, as a player, you, you know when you're playing well. You know when you're playing bad. That's individually and as a team. But you have to be able to set some things aside, and especially on a trip like this because it is so different. Um, you know. You're allowed to have a little bit of fun is what I'm trying to say, right? I mean, I know you've lost three games in a row, but my goodness, you're allowed to have some fun, and that's the only way you're going to break out of this thing. Well, it's it's interesting because as an athlete, I remember being a young player and always wondering, well, how do I act? How do we act after this loss? So you look to the veterans, to you know, and, and they're not happy, but it's it doesn't last forever, but it kind of hangs with you. You know, this is a week where Colorado's not playing great either. I mean, they lost – a tight game, one nothing to the Devils before they came over here. Or they, was it the Islanders? Oh, no, well, it was the Devils. Them they, they played them yeah. both. They, yeah. they, they lost, uh, gave up the lead and lost that game against the Islanders and lost one nothing to the Devils. You know, So they're not feeling good about it. And it, it's, yes, you can have fun, but it, it, it hangs with you. I mean, winning is, is you, you, it's all about the wins and losses and and. and you hear them say, don't get too high, don't get too low. And you get that when you're in it. Because if they're feeling too good about themselves and you have this break, you're thinking, oh, this break couldn't come at a worse time. Like, can, can we keep this momentum? But then you come into the week feeling it's a different feel about it. So I feel like here the team building is a bigger focus because they're not playing well together. And it's, uh, yes, it's it's you got to have fun, you got to enjoy it. But I do understand the fans saying that too. Because when you, when you sit back and you watch and you see some of the – unspirited games or unspirited moments in games, I should say. Um, you know, and, and you've seen some similar patterns here where they're okay in the first period. I mean, they get outplayed, but you're only down by one. You know what I mean? It's not like they're playing well in the first period, but 
you're, you're in the game, and then it just gets away from them, and you feel like they're fragile at moments. So for the team right now, that's the most important part. Have some fun together. You're on the plane together for seven hours. I mean, you're getting to know your, your teammates. There's no better way to get to know people and teammates than hanging out and having those conversations. And, you know, they get together for Halloween probably last week and had a party. I think I saw some costumes. So these are good moments that build for the 82-game block that gets you ready for the playoffs, which is the goal. And, right, this is a fight to get in. But the quicker you can get these trips on there and have some good times and have fun, it's critical. And you're right, because what are you supposed to do? Mope around and get punished for a week? No, no, no. Get together, have some fun, get to know each other, and and, and move on on the ice. When you were playing, you played with some great leaders on the different teams that you played on. And Boone Jenner is the captain of this team, and Zach Wierenski is first lieutenant, if you want to say it that way. You know, he's these are the guys that they're they're being brought out there after these losses, and they're doing the talking. And um, look, we we know them, and uh, you know we know them as people. We see them a lot more than regular people do. And neither one of these guys are the fiery kind of guy that's going to come out in an interview and call out a teammate or you know get to. There's never going to be a rah-rah moment with these guys. They're going to be matter-of-fact. They're going to talk about their team matter-of-factly. They're going to talk about their own game matter-of-factly. And and I'm okay with that. I mean, that's I know who they are. Um, You know, it's at this time where I I think there are some people there. They're looking for somebody to be fiery, and we had that with John Tortorella for six years, right? He never disappointed when it came to that. It's different now, but what I'm trying to say is different is good just because – there seems to be a sense of calm from the quote-unquote leaders on this team. Doesn't mean that there's not uh, people being held to accountability and that there's not the the extra work and the stress going into it. Uh, what is seen on the outside, that is just the, the calm surface, but uh, there's stuff going on underneath. And I know a lot of different guys that you played for probably were very the same way, right? I mean, yeah, we... We've got our issues, and we've got what's going on here. We know what we have to fix, but the outward projections, projection is going to be, you know, we're good. We're going to figure this out. And and the other players on the team, um, you know, again, Boone Jenner, how could you ever question – you can't question his uh, – how dedicated he is and, uh, you know, what his vision is just by the way that he plays. So he does a lot of his speaking in the way that he plays the game, right? Well, yeah, he definitely shows the effort. But, you know, I, I, I get that, though, a little bit because, you know, you see those moments where, you, you know, and, and I feel it too. Yeah, I'd like to see the emotion in the game. Show me the emotion on the ice then. And, and you see little spurts where players are trying to do that or, you know, trying to do individual stuff. And, and that's where you look at it and think the chemistry needs to be brought together a little more. And, and I think sometimes when you get a guy like Johnny Goodrow and, and there's a superstar in the room, even the leadership backs away to say, okay, how does he want to do it? A little bit. But I think guys like Boone and Zach and Gus, uh, the guys that have been here a while, I think they've showed a little bit on the ice to me that, hey, we got this. We're good. We're going to show these guys how we do it with never stopping, never the work ethic never ends. Uh, the way they play simple hockey and stick together doesn't end. And there's still a little bit of hole in that. So, you know, I, yeah, we're going to talk to Patrick Line, and I guarantee that this guy's going to, He's carrying it with him, you know. He's not gonna. He's not a guy that screams and breaks sticks and says, you know, what everybody wants to hear. But I think he feels it, and he is. Everyone has a little bit of a leadership quality. 
guys that have been here for two or three years know what's expected. And it's not just the wins and losses for them sometimes. It's individual play and it's team play as well. And that's where coaches come in. So, you know, yeah, don't look – don't look for the big rah-rah speeches and think that that's going to make us everyone feel better. We're around these guys. We saw the temperature getting on the plane of everybody uh, in the traveling party. We saw the, how Not these fun. Guys, yeah, yeah. Not so, fun. so it's there, uh, but it's because the outward pressure, the expectations have risen outs- outwardly, but also inwardly in this group as, as a team. Uh, they've gotten much higher. So they're not happy where they're at, and this is all uh, a big, big trip for this team. I think sometimes from the fan perspective, you just want to hear somebody say the frustration that you have yourself, right? <laughs> I mean, when you're, you, you want you want to – I think there are times, and, and I'm like this too at some points, uh, you want to feel like they feel the same sense of urgency that you feel. But the way the urgency is dealt with is a little bit different. And let's be honest, in 82 games, you can't have that every day. I mean, there's got to be – there's got to be some kind of a, an even keel there. Yes, there are moments when it's got to be more intense than other moments, but, you know, you're 10 games into the season. Is it critical right now? Sure, it is, and they understand it, and they know it, but it, it doesn't have to be uh, five-alarm fire, as John Cooper said a couple of years ago in the, in the playoffs, which turned out that that fire burned his house down. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. There is still that, as a player and as a leader, you still have to find that even keel. You do, but there is the urgency of being the leader that demands more from everyone. Now, listen, there have been some mistakes in these games that are – there's some young players in this lineup. And, I, you know, I hate to say that, but there there have been moments where this, if you're a fan watching, you're like, well, this doesn't look like the – they don't look like they're on, on top of their game or they're giving the game away, and that's where the frustration is. So you don't have to show the the, the – the urgency or the, or the kind of desperation in, in the way you talk. But, listen, these practices over here, there's desperation and urgency in this group. They're, they're on a business trip as well. And, and that's where, that's where I feel good about what they're trying to do here. You know, I feel better than when you see it after the games or you see it during the games and it's just not the what we expect. That's just not watching it. You know that we don't – we expect more and, and you know that – they expect more. So there's there's some things to figure out here, and it's it's chemistry of lines. It's how to play within the kind of the new system defensively. You see them backing off a little bit and, and trying to figure out where to switch and when not to switch with their defense, who they have man-on-man, who they're supposed to stay with because there's a point where they play a man-on-man system, and sometimes you'll see one player like a centerman stay with a man around the entire zone, but there's times where there's switches, and that can be – that little hesitation where you're seeing good opportunities given up. So, you know, there's little details within the game. Uh, it's not too early. This is 10 games. This is a big segment of the season that's gone by. Uh, they have to figure it out right now. So we're not seeing a lot of uh, emotion in, in their words, but you can feel them. They're, they're carrying it with them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it's not early. And as the saying goes, it can get uh, – or how's it go? It can get late early. Yes, and that's can. where they're at right now, yeah. right? So, all right. So we are here in Finland, in Helsinki, as a matter of fact, at this point in time. But uh, we're going to be going to Tampere, which is the hometown of Patrick Laine, and that's where the Blue Jackets will take on the Colorado Avalanche in games on Friday and Saturday. That back in Columbus will be at two o'clock in the afternoon. It'll be eight o'clock for us here. We're just trying to get that all sorted out. But anyway, we're going to go to the game, call the games, 
They'll be at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And Patrick is the uh, A number one ambassador for the National Hockey League on this trip. And we're going to talk to him as the Inside Edge continues right after this on 97.1 The Fan. Welcome back here to the Inside Edge. I'm Bob McElligot along with Jody Shelley, and we are so pleased right now to be joined by Patrick Line, not only uh, in his home country right now, as we do this in Helsinki, but going to Tampere, which is Patrick's hometown where the Blue Jackets are going to play two games this weekend on Friday and Saturday against the Colorado Avalanche. Patrick, what's it like for you to be back here again? You, you've done this one other time around when you were with the Winnipeg Jets. You've come to Finland to play, but what's it like to come back and uh, especially you're going to get to play right in your hometown this time around. Uh, how fun is this for you? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's pretty awesome. You know, I got, I got to experience that like three or four years ago, and it was it was a great experience for me and uh, obviously thought – Thought that was going to be once in a lifetime experience, but uh, um, now you know get to come here a second time, and I feel like um, North American guys didn't really understand it because they well they pretty much have a chance to play. Most of them have a chance to play in their hometowns usually uh, during the year, and for you know most Europeans they they never get to do that. And um, you know I've been I've been blessed to be here once, and now coming back here again, and especially playing in my hometown, it's. Uh, it should be a lot of fun, even though I'm I'm used to not not getting to come home during the year. So it's kind of kind of weird to be here at this time of year. But um, you know, I've been been enjoying it so far. Yeah, one of those North American guys is a guy that plays at home every time there's a home game, and that's your teammate Jack Roslovic, <laughs> who was actually here with you one other time and was very vocal about didn't have a great time. Are you trying to show him a better time over here this time around? Are you trying to get Jack out and sell Finland on him a little bit more? No, no. <laughs> good for you. He, uh, yeah, he he hated it the last time, so I'm I'm done with him. Um, you know, we got we got 25 or however other guys who uh, who hopefully uh, hopefully are gonna like it, like it, and uh, have a good time on this trip. But uh, yeah, Jack is uh, he can do whatever he wants. He's he's on his own now. Lost cause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lost well, I'm cause. with you, Patrick. I mean, that's it. I mean, you, you get to bring a guy to your home country, and he has the gumption to say that it wasn't a good time. I love Finland. I played here in 04, was in Yavascula, which is a small little college town. I love the people. I like the culture. It's just uh, – and I can't believe I'm back here. When I left, I thought I would never come back. So thank you to the NHL for doing this. Um, Patrick, you um, – Looking back when you were here before, just to go back on that, and you're here now, what's different for you? Because you get to do it a second time. I don't care what it is. You do it differently. Yeah, I mean, well, with a different team, obviously. Uh, with dif- That's different a big te- one. Different yeah. teammates. And, um, you know, most of these guys have never been to Europe. Um, most of them, it's first time, first time in Finland. So it's uh, it's pretty cool to uh, to see what uh, what the guys think and uh, – kind of hear what they've been doing doing throughout the week and um yeah and obviously the game games in my hometown and uh you know get to play there so that's that's a little different different for me and uh but you know still still awesome to be here and uh kind of kind of expand the game a little bit a little bit more here and uh you know it's great for the fans and everybody everybody involved with uh with these games here and uh but yeah it's just uh Kind of similar to the last trip, but still uh, a little bit different. Now, you understand that growing the game, right? I mean, you grew up, it was probably Timo Solani. Yeah, 
Yeah, now I, it's you because everywhere I go, it's Patrick Line. I mean, you are the. Do you realize how big of a star you are here? <coughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I usually get a lot of, a lot of times I'm I'm on the newspaper and and all that, even though I'm not playing great, but definitely uh, uh, a paper uh, a story in the paper with my name on it sells pretty good, as <laughs> I've heard. But um, but yeah, it's I mean it's it's great for uh, for the game and. I was I was still a kid. I remember in my hometown, uh, for I think Florida, they were playing uh, Chicago and Helsinki and uh, the Panthers. They played in exhibition games against uh, against my old team. Um, so I was actually watching that game, watching that game when I was uh, I was growing up. So it was it was awesome to see uh, you know NHL guys play uh, play against my. Uh, my heroes at the time in in my hometown who played for the pro team and uh, you know now now get to be one of those guys who uh, who play in front of the you know younger kids who play hockey here so it's uh, you know great great for me and uh, I'm really enjoying it. Now what about there is a young Patrick Line probably sitting in the crowd now right there's those kids did you have any interactions when Florida was here playing did you get to meet anyone get an autograph was there anything happened like that uh no no not really I was just uh just watching and you know you don't get to meet those guys too often but um yeah hopefully there's there's gonna be some some kids uh you know who's, who's gonna get autographs from us and meet meet Johnny and Z and Jake and all these all these uh guys that we have and um you know it's gonna it's gonna hopefully, uh, you know, land their day, land their day pretty, pretty good, and even even their year, and you know, things they're gonna remember forever, uh, like I I do watching those guys, and um, so it'll be it'll be great, and I, I feel like the NHL has organized a little more fan meetings and fans or mm-hmm. whatever whatever they might have, and uh, you know, I th- I think it's great for everyone. We're talking with Patrick Line of the Blue Jackets, and and Patrick, does this? You feel like maybe this trip comes at a good time because you guys, as a team, you're struggling coming into these two games in Finland, uh, having lost three games in a row, and uh, and it looks like as a group you're trying to you're trying to find it, trying to get that chemistry and trying to trying to figure things out. Uh, could this be a good thing uh, to to make this trip and come all the way over here and especially spend all this time together as a group? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think if uh, you know we take it the right way and. Uh not not just uh, you know party party for uh, five six days and guys are you know when we have practice we're gonna work and um, when when we're not we're gonna you know get to have fun and um, explore explore the city and uh, and the country and uh, yeah I feel like it it could be a really good timing you know it's not a not a street secret that we've been we've been struggling um, every one of us I feel like there's not a not a guy who can say they played good hockey so far and. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's a great opportunity for all of us to, uh, you know, make a stand and, uh, you know, turn the ship around because we're gonna eventually have to if we wanna, wanna play, wanna play after the regular season and you know, but we still got 72 games left, so we're not gonna, we're not gonna think about it too much. We just gotta, gotta find out our game and uh, just, uh, you know, play, play with freedom and play, uh, play with confidence, and that should be, should be fine. Has it, has it been? Uh is it surprising to you or is it tough for you? I mean, when you look around, when you go in there and, and you go to put your gear on and you look around your room, I mean, there are a lot of very talented guys in that room. But it's not just about the talent. It's how how does your talent mesh with Johnny Gaudreau or Jake Voracek or, or, or who else? Um, 
has it surprised you that it's been and, and you missed six games and that that didn't help either, right? I mean, you know, there was six games worth of chemistry you guys didn't have, but um, is it tough because you know individually how good you guys are, but it's about putting it all together and doing it as a group. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like at the same time I'm a little surprised, and at the same time I'm I'm really not. Um, you know, there there was a lot of a lot of systemized changes that we did um, after last year, and uh, you know it 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 takes time. Like it's not gonna click just like that. Um, some sometimes it will, but usually it doesn't happen like that. Um, so I I feel like we you know we're definitely a better team from last year, even though. It might not look like it right now, but, um, yeah, everybody in there wants to win. And right now it's it's killing us that we're just – we just haven't been good enough good enough lately. And, uh, you know, we just got to find it. And, like I said, it's it's going to take time and just got to be patient with it and not, not give up. But I, I feel like even though, you're, you know, we're going to deal with losses, you're going to lose sometimes, but we just can't – give up trying and just can't can't you know give him anything easily like like we've done the past couple games but um but yeah just gotta gotta find it and find some chemistry and uh win a period then win a game and uh kind of get get it rolling from there when you talk about that chemistry when you're on the ice with johnny and and this goes back to training camp it goes back to when he actually signed here um what do you see as like, like, do you know that, yeah, when this thing clicks, he and I, we're going to be really good together. Do you feel like that? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I feel like we've, uh, well, especially before I got injured, I feel like we we had some really good things going, going and uh, it was starting to feel really good, and obviously got injured, so that was kind of kind of tough, not only because of your building chemistry, but overall missing these games and, um, you know, being a big, big part of the team and, um, being being hopefully a leader in this team, it's uh, you know tough, but uh, it, yeah, it, it felt felt good right from the start, and uh, I feel like I feel like it's kind of still learning because he he plays kind of the opposite of everyone that I ever ever played with. Um, so it's it's just a matter of time learning how uh, how to play with each other and uh, where you know where he's going to be at and. Uh, certain situations and um but I feel like in in the long run it could be uh could be a really dangerous thing I'm wondering about that because as a player you know are you thinking every time you go over the boards oh this is the shift we got to make it work or are you just waiting for it to happen now because there's a balance there if you're trying to force it it's probably not going to work yeah no I've seen it in the last couple of games that you know it's not going to come by forcing it um I feel like right now, as a team, we've been kind of last couple of games, you know, myself included. It's it's been like when it's not going for you, then you're gonna you're gonna try different different things, and you're gonna try one on twos, one on threes, even though you know it's not probably gonna happen unless you're McDavid. Um, <laughs> so it's just when things are not going going your way, and uh, you know the confidence might not be there. Like for probably all of us, it's not not quite quite 100% right now so it's just just play simple play play the right way and uh yeah I think that's been the biggest thing for us in these past couple games um we've been just trying trying to do it on our own myself included just you know we're not going to win hockey games by doing that so um just just try to find ways to uh 
to work as a unit and work work as a team and uh you know eventually get that get that win how are you feeling good good a little tired and um but overall overall pretty pretty good hands feel hands feeling good good and uh just a little little jet lag that that's it but it's uh it's gonna, it's gonna be better in a couple of days. You'll work that out. Uh, I just asked because your your shot looked great the other night in Jersey. You didn't hit your mark, I don't think. I'm not sure. I couldn't see what the puck was doing, but no, no, my aim's been a little, a little off since, uh, since I came back. But mm, yeah, I just gotta, gotta make a couple, couple of adjustments and uh, should be, uh, should be able to miss, uh, miss the goalie. Hopefully, hit the net <laughs> at the same time. But. You know what? There's no better place to make adjustments than at home, Patrick. So you can, I mean. What sheet of ice are you going to go to to do this? Is there a secret spot you can go and work on it, like a uh, kid, young Patrick? No, I got a, I got synthetic ice in at uh, at home, um, where I'm where I'm going today. So um, I'll be able to uh, to work on it, work on it over there. And uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like last time when we came here, I was uh, str- struggling before that too, and uh, had a had a couple good games here, and then had like. I like 15 goals in the next six games or something. So uh, <laughs> um, hopefully, hopefully that's the case. That is the this case time, this time too. But I guess, guess we're gonna gonna find out this weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, can you can you imagine scoring? I mean, you scored a lot of goals in a lot of different places, but in front of your home fans, right now for the Jackets, it'd blow the roof off the place, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would be would be great. Not gonna lie. Um, obviously, <laughs> haven't been. Uh, Able to play here since uh, since I left left to uh, to Winnipeg when I was eighteen and um, obviously uh, you know missed uh, missed the World Champs last last year when we played in my hometown and uh, so it's uh, it's gonna be special to come back and uh, you know play uh, play in front of the great Finnish fans again and uh, yeah just uh, just excited for the weekend. I want to ask you because when i go home my mom you know i get excited for a few things and well the one thing is a dish she makes me what what are you most excited about like what now that you're in finland you wake up and you see the guys eating your finnish food like what do you does it make you feel like yes you guys try this uh yeah all all the food is good here uh i mean i don't have a i don't have a one thing i i really miss from here um but it's just the overall feeling you know the overall experience the food and I, I get to speak my own language and um just uh just a place familiar familiar places where uh where we've been going and um it's it's just the overall experience not not really a, a one thing or two Patrick before we let you go what should Jody and I do before we leave here whether it's in Helsinki or Tampere what do we have to do so that we get the full finish experience what do you recommend that we do before we leave here uh well definitely you need to go uh go take a sauna not not one of those sw- swedish saunas like gus likes where you uh where it's not too hot and you're not allowed to uh throw water on the rocks that's that's not the full experience so you gotta you gotta go do that and um definitely eat some chicken wings that's uh when you when you go to tampere you gotta you gotta do that um and that's that's pretty much it that's usually the things i'm doing um, so, so those are probably a couple that I'm recommending. If it's recommended by Patrick Line, it's got to be good, right? It is, and I want—I get this vision of you with your synthetic ice. Who's passing you pucks? 
Nobody. Or yeah, usually it's uh, it's one of my buddies who uh, who lives pretty close. Like I, I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, so he uh, he lives like ten ten minutes away outside outside the city, and uh, usually he always always comes by. And uh, like he he plays he plays too, but he's played uh, not not professionally or anything. But um, so we we spent quite a time this summer do uh, you know shooting and. Doing all kinds of stuff, so uh, I might have to ask him before sauna to uh, to pass <laughs> me a couple. And uh, um, but yeah, it's just it's, it might be myself just uh, just shooting and not have a passer, but I'm I'm sure I can uh, you know make it work. My last question is: You brought up sauna, Bob, and sort of Patrick. Can you take too many saunas in a day? No, no. <laughs> depends on the day. Uh, I might start start the morning with a sauna. It depends. Um, but yeah, you can you can never do too much sauna. All right, there you uh, go, Bob. Not not before practice or games. Obviously, I've done it. I've done it once before a game when I was still playing in Finland. So, and well, had had three goals though. But oh well, there you go. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I mean, well, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore because I can't. I can't ruin it. So if I have like zero right. points and minus five, then it's not. It's gonna lose all the glory. So That's right. I gotta keep it. A, keep it at one game. Never lose the glory. No. All right, I know you're a man in big demand here. The NHL people are waiting for you. So thank you so much for giving us your time. We appreciate it. We look forward to getting to your hometown and look forward to these games this weekend. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank that you very is much. Patrick Line of the Blue Jackets. Stay tuned. We've got more of the Inside Edge coming your way right after this on 97.1 The Fan. Welcome back to the Inside Edge coming to you from Europe for the first time ever. We are in Finland. We are in Helsinki, Finland right now. And the Blue Jackets are getting set for back-to-back games against the Colorado Avalanche. This was three years in the making, Jody Shelley. <laughs> this this whole global series, uh, the pandemic uh, disrupted it. And even last year, it was talked about, and it was scheduled for last year. And then the league went away from it still because there were uh, pandemic issues. But here we are, finally, getting a chance to play these games. And, and you just heard Patrick Line. And, again, we were talking about this in the first segment. Um, I don't know if his full excitement comes across when he's talking, but we had the opportunity to sit and look at his eyes and, and, and watch him talk about it. And he's very excited, and, and he should be very proud. And I, I loved when he talked about being a young kid and, and watching NHL teams play here in Finland. Um, this is what it's about. This is about growing the game, and now he's that guy that everybody in this town knows. I mean, we, we've walked around here for a day and a half, and uh, all I have to say to people is they go, what are you here for? Uh, what are you here for hockey with the Columbus Blue Jackets? And I go, Patrick Liney's on our team. Oh, Patrick Liney. We know Patrick Liney. So um, it's good for him. I, I, I think it's great for him. I love just watching him have this experience that we haven't even gotten to his hometown yet. Yeah, I mean, it's not just – it's the country of Finland that's proud of Patrick Line, and there's a lot of Finnish hockey players in this in, that are going to be playing in this game in Tampere. But he's the signature name. I mean, since he was 15 years old, they've talked about Patrick Line being you know one of the top picks in the draft, if not number one. They thought you know coming out of here, uh, he's one of those superstars. And I remember when I played here in '04, and Timu Solane was. It's almost like royalty. And you've seen the reaction of the fans around him. And he's a, what a great kid. I mean, to sit down and talk to him, I know he's very soft-spoken, but he's got a, a really tongue-in-cheek sense of humor. He's got some, you know, there were some moments in that interview where you could see him get serious. He's, he's a guy that, you know, as a hockey player, he wants to 
do more. He demands more of himself, and that's good. I mean, that's he should. And then, you know, the the excitement of being here and uh, carrying the weight of the of the country in the National Hockey League as that ambassador, but also uh, liking to show off his country and what it's about. So great to catch up with him, and and so so. Uh, so, such a stand-up guy to, to take all that time for us, and I, I think we could have had him longer. But he had a, he had another commitment immediately to go uh, talk to the NHL about something, and I think we actually put him in a bad spot because we kept him for a little longer than we were supposed to. But that was no, that was exci- it's exciting. I mean, the whole thing is exciting, and you get why we're in Finland because yes, it is one of the smaller countries. Yes, hockey's passionate here, but he said it. He's never got to play in in his home country let alone his hometown uh with the nhl and, and players have long careers and don't get to do that so so satisfying and, and and exciting and rewarding for him but then his fans here in this country um and it's going to be interesting to hear because you know they have they have uh Rantanen and they have Lekkanen. i think they have now on their team a couple fins and, and we've got corpusalo will he play I mean, he's he the goalie that plays, uh, and Patrick, and you know, there and Yarmo is a part of that. So, uh, good for the Finns, and and it's a uh, it's a fun and exciting. I mean, every day has been full of excitement as we walk around with these guys. Here is my uh, one of my favorite moments. We get here on Monday, you know, we fly overnight and then get on a bus at the airport and come into Helsinki, and we pull up in front of the hotel, <laughs> and I heard you telling people. Yeah, I played here like 20 years ago, and I never thought I was coming back again. <laughs> and here I am, <laughs> which is a microcosm of life, right? Yeah. You never think this is going to happen again, but here it is happening again. And I know you didn't play in Helsinki, but, but you get a chance to come back to Finland. Yeah, it's, you know, it is. And that's a great thing about, I guess, being around. And, and yeah, it's one of those segments in your life in the lockout where I thought, you know, I'll never be back in, in that part of the world. And, and all of a sudden, seven hours later, after you get off a plane, here you are. And, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's – it's well, what an adventure. And I was excited when they put it on the calendar, and, and I didn't know if I'd be coming or not. But here we are, Jeff and I are covering the games. And um, I didn't see it like this 20 years ago. You know what I mean? I didn't really get to Helsinki and be well, able to – Well, you had a curfew time. and stuff, you know? Yeah, I had to be – ready to go uh, and I was in a small town up north so I was only in Helsinki to fly in to uh this area then I was in here just to fly out the next day me and Doovie Westcott and uh how about all the fans that are here too yeah There's great interaction with some of the fans uh from Columbus from all over the world here and uh NHL any event they do the all-star game which we've been a part of before of course in Columbus the award show which has uh, been out in Vegas any event, the outdoor games, and then these global series, anything you do, they, they do such a tremendous job within the city. And uh, the people that go to those events, the fans that go to the events or get to these events, uh, they I think they've been to one or two before because they understand how much interaction they get and how forthcoming and how they're included in everything that's happening. Uh, not only the fans in those hometowns, but the fans that travel in. So that makes it exciting as well. Yeah, no doubt about that. And, and you could see it, too. Uh, they put on so many of these events. They're really good at it. And, uh, you know, like from my standpoint, for the last couple of weeks, I've been like, when is somebody going to tell me what's going on here? Like, <laughs> what, what do I have to take? What do I have to do? Because, like, even to do our radio broadcast, we had to bring some equipment that we normally wouldn't travel with. with. Um, so it's – but when it comes time to – when it hits their calendar – 
and, and it's time to address it, I mean, they address it, and they make it very easy for you. It's really a well-oiled machine, right? And it's going, for the people that are here from the league that are running this, uh, this is what they do. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. They, they do this for a living, and they go event to event to event, and, you know, for them, it's a well-oiled machine. For me, I'm waiting to find out what pieces I need. <laughs> yeah. And, they, you know, they're like, hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll you, let you know. When you need to know, you're going to you know. You'll know exactly right. what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. It's fun. And from the fan standpoint, as you just said, um, you know, it's funny. You go halfway around the world, and you might have a little bit more access than you do at home. But that's what this whole thing is about. Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, that's it's all about the fans all the time. And you really get it at those events. When, and I love how open – and available the players are. You know, they're 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 doing things with the fans. They're interacting with the fans. There's events, there's question and answer coming up when we get to Tampa. Right? We're going to have some players on stage, general managers, uh, out in the public. Uh, you know, we see fans outside the hotel. The NHL travels with, I think, nine security for an event like this. So there's a lot of security around. But you feel that everyone feels comfortable and, and uh, you know, ready and, and available. And I like that. You feel safe all night long. In this town <laughs> with these guys. Yeah. We see them everywhere. Yeah. We see them everywhere. All right, we're going to come back and wrap up this week's edition of the Inside Edge coming to you live from, well, live to tape, I should say, from Helsinki, Finland. And uh, we're going to wrap it up right after this on 97.1 The Fan. Wrapping up this week's edition of the Inside Edge coming to you from Helsinki, Finland. Bob McElligot and Jody Shelley, the Blue Jackets, taking on the defending Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche games on Friday and Saturday. Both of those will air at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, both on the Blue Jackets radio network and on Bally Sports Ohio. Jody, this Colorado Avalanche team comes into this weekend sitting at 500, and that's not good enough because you're the defending champs. But it's also a defending champ team that had changes in the offseason. That's the way of the world now in the salary cap in the National Hockey League. They lost key pieces like Nazem Kadri, who was their second-line centerman. They're trying to figure out uh, that spot on the ice. We were talking about the Blue Jackets trying to figure out who they are and what they're doing. Well, Colorado is doing the exact same thing right now, but they're doing it from that uh, position of being 500, and there are a lot of expectations on them. There were, there's more now. They want a Stanley Cup, and now they're expected to win another Stanley Cup, and they very well might do that. And now they have a guy running the franchise that we are very familiar with, and Chris McFarland, who once upon a time was an assistant general manager with the Blue Jackets. He is now the general manager of the Colorado Avalanche. And, uh, hey, it's a tall task to try to repeat, but uh, we've seen the Pittsburgh Penguins do it in the last couple of years. We saw the Tampa Bay Lightning do it in the last couple of years. And um, I, I just want to start with, uh, with Chris himself. I was so pleased when that news came out over the summer. Uh, this is a guy that you and I both watched work his way up from, you know, coming into this organization with the Blue Jackets and, and being almost like a part-time volunteer for crying out loud, yeah. everything he was doing. And back when you were playing in Syracuse and I was broadcasting there and he was, you know, helping out with that roster and now he's working with a, a National Hockey League roster. Uh, couldn't be happier for anybody in the league to get that chance. Yeah, he, he has worked at it. I mean, there's been times we've seen him on the road at every arena and, you know, just watching players and understanding the league. And, he, he, yeah, he did a great job here with the Columbus Blue Jackets early, learned the ropes, and then got an opportunity there with Joe Sackick. I mean, Hall of Fame player, but now, you know, Joe Sackick has moved up and, and he's got a Stanley Cup, C-Mac we call him. 
good for him and congratulations to him for that. And yeah, now you know, we saw him. I saw him around the hotel. I'm not sure if you saw him, but you know, the stress level is a little higher, and he's got the real temperature of the team, and they, of course the pressure's on, and uh, they've got a good team, but they've you know there's been some pieces that have been moved out, and and Kadri's a big loss. Uh, for them, they they've changed up uh, the complete dynamic of the, and which happens, right? Tampa had to uh, withdraw or, or move on that third line, that so well documented third line that they had, and tried to move it around. Uh, their goaltender now Georgiev, and, and they've got some injuries. I was going to say Tampa didn't have to change your goaltender. No, that's right. That, I mean that that is a huge piece right there. But I like Georgiev. I think you know I, I like the way he played in New York. I know he's an unproven as a real number one, but I think they did a good thing in getting him. Um, I don't know. I I I th- I think I'd give them October. I you know what I mean? Like okay, they're five hundred. If you would have told me that in July when they got the Stanley Cup parade and everything going on, I would have been like, yeah. I mean, give them October and. To figure it out, they're five hundred. There's a championship hangover for a, a point, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, you, they just spent, as you just said, when you're talking about parades, they spent weeks in the summer just celebrating last year. And I know you got and you raise the year. banner yeah, and everything's right. still. I know you got to play this year, but let, like you play your entire career for that. Enjoy it. Well, here's what, Bob. I was on a team in San Jose where we knew we were going to make the playoffs. So the regular season was to get ready. If, if you used it properly, it was a complete tune-up to get back to try to repeat. And that's what teams in this organization, where they're at, when they're in the, at this point in their, their, their evolution, that's what they do. So there's no panic, but there's a demand to win. So, you know, the management's trying to figure out. They're watching practices, games. Are, do we have the right fit? But they've got their captain out again. Now Landis Cog, who's, you know, one of the great leaders. And Nichuskin's had a great start, but he's a big body that has been in and out. So... There's some pieces here that need to be, you know, figured out for them, and they will, but they still have great defense. McCarr, uh, Gerard, uh, Taves, guys that have risen up in that, that series last year, some unsung heroes in there too. So And Gerard didn't even play. He got hit, hurt in the first round yeah. last year, and, and Jack Johnson – stepped in and has his name on the Stanley Cup. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. For the Blue Jackets, though, I mean, you know, this is a team they're facing that just lost their last two, too. So, and they were in New York for a week before they got to come to Finland. So, they've been on the road for a while. Um, So, you know, I just can't wait to see the passion in the buildings for both teams. The excitement to have NHL hockey superstars in Tampere at the Nokia Arena. What is it? 15,000 fans, maybe. And, you know, it's going to be, for both teams, uh, the atmosphere, after be, the Blue Jackets being in New Jersey, which is fine atmosphere, but this is going to be a smaller building, sold out in 10 minutes, the building was, with tickets. Uh, people can't wait to see this, and I think it's uh, the energy and excitement. You're going to have a great feel to this one just from the atmosphere. You're too kind to Jersey. I'd rather be anywhere than New Jersey. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, is there anything that you have come across that you say, I am definitely – taking this home this is a souvenir item i have to get because i've seen some really uh, I, i've seen some really uh not yet. different things no. uh, like a like you're taking a reindeer pelt home uh or no you take, <laughs> i will not the, be taking a reindeer what about pelt. The knives that they have yeah all knives the everywhere here. made with the reindeer antlers and stuff no i'm not i'm probably <laughs> will take some finished chocolate i think it's underrated i think it's underrated um finished chocolate home for the family you know they they're big into the wood products like wooden mugs and yeah. ladles and all these things so maybe i'll bring a couple of those home too but 
No, Bob. I think, uh, yeah, just a couple little things, but no, no, nothing as far as animal pelts or anything. I like really that. think if you were wearing that reindeer pelt when you get off the plane in Columbus, that would send a statement. I do. Maybe if there's a reindeer pelt hat, I'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> Wear it for the broadcast. Keep your head nice and warm yeah. forever. Uh, yeah. so, all right. Well, we're, we are having a good time here in Finland. We're allowed. Uh, that's part of the deal, and that's why the National Hockey League gets out, and they do these global series to expand the game and to expand the fan base, and we are very happy, and we are very honored to be a, a part of that here in Finland this week. Blue Jackets and the Colorado Avalanche, you get back-to-back games Friday and Saturday. They start at 2 o'clock Eastern time back in Columbus and our pregame coverage starts at 1.30, both on Valley Sports Ohio with Jody and on the Blue Jackets radio network uh, right here on the fan with Dylan Tyre and I. So, uh, er, and me. That's that's the way proper English. Dylan, <laughs> me, that's, you know. Have you learned any words, Bob? Uh, yeah, but I, uh, I can't Wamenta. say them. Wamenta. What's that? It's good morning. Oh, that is, that is? Kitos. Kitos is thank you. There you go. Well, Kitos, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I, that, that's one I need, for sure. There's some other things I learned I can't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I don't know if it counts. I don't know if the FCC uh, still counts it if it's in a different language. Well, they probably we're not do, gonna so I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. So thanks to Patrick Lade for being our guest here tonight, and thank you for being a part of the Inside Edge. Coming to you from Helsinki, Finland this week. Blue Jackets and the Colorado Avalanche playing this weekend in back-to-back games. For Jody Shelley, I'm Bob McElligot saying thanks for listening to 97.1 The Fan.